Welcome to the Team FNC podcast, where we aim to improve your knowledge and understanding of nutrition. So today we're going to be discussing sleep for athletes and sleep hygiene. Now, even if you're not an athlete, these things can be beneficial for you, especially when we start talking about sleep hygiene. So um, stay tuned for the, the latter part of the podcast. Now, sleep, we've spoken about it before in the podcast, but it is considered vital to human health and well-being. And it's critical in you know physiological and cognitive functioning as well. And when it comes to elite athletes, they experience high training and competition demands and are often exposed to various factors, situations, and environments that can cause sleep impairments. Um, you know, sleeping in unfamiliar situations, uh, training at different types, times of the day, even performing at different times of the day. Uh, it can mess up their sleep schedule and circadian rhythms. And as the training requirements for athletes increase, the role of adequate recovery becomes an integral component of improving athletic performance between training sessions and competition. And in order for athletes to train and compete on a daily and weekly basis to perform at their best regularly, adequate recovery plays a vital role in the adaptation process. And looking at a number of studies, it's even more important for athletes to you know, be getting sufficient sleep. And the recommendations are around seven to nine hours per night for most people. Um, but it's closer to eight to 10 plus hours for, for athletes. Now, just a few things with, with lack of sleep. So lack of sleep can lead to an increased risk of injury. Um, there was a study that reported that athletes who slept on average less than eight hours per night had a 1.7 time greater risk of being injured than athletes who obtained greater than eight hours of sleep per night. Sleep deprivation can lead to a decrease in performance for weightlifting um, significantly if it was consecutive nights of poor sleep. Sleep deprivation adversely affects cognitive performance, showing decreases in alertness and accuracy. And decision-making is an important part of competition, which which can be affected by, uh, by poor sleep. Sleep deprivation has been shown to reduce reaction time by up to 20% as well. Um, it can reduce cognitive function and it can affect your mood as well. So cognitive tasks involving learning, memory, auditory and visual vigilance, um, arithmetic calculations, logical reasoning and decision making have all shown to suffer following sleep loss. Uh, Sleep deprivation reduces the ability to process information and learn new skills and uh, sleep deprivation also reduces emotional stability. All right. And a number of hormonal responses do take place in the lead up to and also during sleep. And one of those important hormone uh, responses relating to athletic performance is actually growth hormone. And growth hormone is necessary for body restoration and it plays an important role in muscle growth and repair as the name would suggest. Uh, A common question we get asked about sleep though is, you know, can you nap? And the answer is maybe, sometimes depending on the individual. Uh, nap durations of less than 20 minutes may be preferential um, to reduce the likelihood of waking up during a sleep wave, uh, sorry, a slow sleep wave. Um, Alternatively, 90 minutes is also considered optimal as this allows for a complete sleep cycle. So if you're going to nap either under 20 minutes or around that 90 minute mark. So how can you improve your sleep quality? 
And the answer is sleep hygiene. And this is for um, athletes, it's for anyone and everyone, okay? And sleep hygiene is strongly related to sleep quality. And sleep hygiene is described as practicing behaviors that facilitate sleep and avoiding behaviors that interfere with sleep. And the sleep hygiene education has been used as a tool to educate individuals on the fundamental aspects of sleep and practical applications to improve sleep quality and quantity, okay? So it's not just about getting the seven to nine or eight to 10 plus hours. It's about getting the that amount of sleep, but also high quality re restorative sleep. And sleep hygiene education includes aspects of lifestyle and behavior, as well as environmental factors that influence sleep, such as light, noise, and temperature. So some strategies that we can use are to keep the room cool, to keep the room dark, and restrict our use of technology. There was actually a study done where they compared two groups. One, one group had the cool, dark room that, where they couldn't use technology, and they actually got um, an, they had an increase of one hour and 30 minutes total sleep time compared to the control group. Now, what about, um, you know, there's plenty of recovery uh, pieces of equipment out there and, and other strategies. Um, such as you know massage, hydrotherapy, thermo treatments, relaxation strategies. Um, but you know, arguably the most important thing is sleep, and and that is often most neglected as well. So you know, you could be doing all those things, all those gimmicky, gimmicky type of things, um, but the one that's going to give you the most bang for your buck is really going to be sleep. And the studies do suggest that physically active people do need more sleep. And that physiological growth and repair peak during deep sleep. And in addition, like I mentioned before, there's negative consequences of sleep de deprivation, which do include reduced cardiovascular performance, reduced uh, reaction time, reduced cognitive, cognitive ability, and also reduced emotional stability. So, you know, some guidelines for optimal sleep we've got the first one being identify and obtain the amount of sleep you need, okay? And however much sleep you need, add an extra hour to that number and give yourself the best chance to obtain the optimal sleep length. So say if you need eight hours sleep, all right, add an hour, so you need nine hours sleep, at least to be in bed for nine hours. The second thing is to keep a regular sleep schedule, okay? So your circadian rhythm needs consistency to perform efficiently. Inconsistent sleep patterns not only disrupt our internal biological clock, but also tend to increase the amount of time it takes to fall asleep. And athletes who have conditioned their bodies to a particular bedtime will naturally feel quite drowsy and experience less, less difficulty going to sleep than athletes who have erratic sleep schedules, okay? And yeah, we mentioned athletes there, but that's also for anyone. And the third and final thing is to create an optimal sleep environment. So four factors that typify a high quality sleeping environment are quiet, dark, cool, and comfortable. So try to keep your room dark and cool, avoid screens one hour before bed, uh, leave your bedroom for sleep and one other thing, leave all your boring jobs until the end of the day so your brain isn't too stimulated, uh, try a brain dump, and avoid caffeine six hours before bed or even like six to eight hours before bed. Now, if you have any questions about sleep or want to know why sleep is so important for nutrition, you can go back and listen to our, our previous podcast on sleep 
or you can reach out to us and we can try and uh, provide you with some more personal strategies on how you can improve your sleep quality that can then improve your not only your nutrition, um, but your physical health and fitness.